0: Welcome back everyone, this is Faith King here on That and Sucks, the podcast where discussions or segments are made talking about events and topics in my life that may have been amusing or events in my life that I may have learned lessons that I feel can be used as universal lessons for others. Thanks for tuning in, please stay for the remainder of the recording. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of That and Sucks. Um your host Faith King and today's episode we're going to be talking about being young or in your teens and want to start a Roth IRA or just any retirement savings account because um I feel like it's not talked about as much within like our school systems definitely not in America. I mean, well, United States of America, I won't say America, but United States of America, definitely in Our schools or I would say definitely in South Georgia I don't want to talk so broadly but um anyways I know in my school I wasn't really informed about any retirement accounts or anything like that because I guess they're thinking well they're young or they're they're not thinking about retirement accounts but I feel like it would be smarter to go ahead and start one if your parents have even if your parents haven't started one for you you start one or if you're younger than 18 and can't really start one for yourself you can ask your parents to start one for you like say you're working a job and you want to start putting money aside for retirement you can go ahead and start you could start as young as i mean you could like if your parents wanted to start one for you at two they could have or if you are a parent and you have a kid and you would like to help them start their retirement account early you can and you could put like little, I mean, you could start with anything. You could start with anything, any amount. Cause um, I would say I was listening to this one podcast. Cause I I like to listen to other podcasts um a lot. Um, I was listening to Black Girl Budget. I forgot, like I think that's what it's called. But um, anyways, they were just talking about certain things about budgeting, uh, savings, high yield savings, things like that. And I feel like that's just one thing that um us as young people don't really think about me myself. I'm a young adult, and I was working for the county for a while. I was a property appraiser, and I believe that they were the first the first job to um do a retirement account for me, like a real one not I don't know, but they were the first one to do a retirement account for me and once I once I started it, it was with Nationwide. I did it with Nationwide. And with Nationwide, even if you aren't working for that specific company anymore, you could withdraw your money or you could roll it over into an IRA account, which is what they told me this morning. And so all of this was like kind of like Spanish to me. I had really just looked look some things up, and had to really self educate for a second and find out what like what is what is a Roth IRA account. They set me up an appointment because when you try to set up things like that, you have to get an appointment set to speak to a representative from Nationwide, and I feel that Nationwide has been the most simple one I would say, or Fidelity. Only thing about the like these little side branch ones that I don't really trust is because. I don't feel that there that I don't know secure, or maybe not. That's just me. Or I want to stick with Nationwide just because I already have it. Um, and I'll be honest, I'll I'll even say how much I saved how much I've saved up, just um, just within three months. So I feel like that's pretty good for a retirement account in just three months. Um, I saved up three hundred and fifty dollars in my retirement account in just three months for. Um, from my job. And I was putting in like, it was like a little bit of money here and there from every, every paycheck. And I got paid every two weeks. So I got, so if I was to finish out the year there, so three, 350 times four, I would have had a $1,400 saved up this year. And to some people that might not be a lot but for 19 and starting a a retirement account that is a lot or if you're 16 and you decide to put out money here and there um to save for your IRA account that would be really good that would be awesome and so honestly like when 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 they said so when i went to go work for the county and they said you're going to have a retirement account uh orientation they bring you in and i believe the the this is what i had a 4 457b and a 401a and i think that's only for when you have an employer and they just give that to you but me personally i do want to try and have it just be something that I'm not like under an employer with I want it to just be me even though and I will say because a lot of people don't know and that's why they don't do retirement accounts with their employer when you do an a retirement account with your employer sometimes they match they match it so it's pretty much free money so with every dollar that you put into that retirement account they will match it with like 50 cents which is really good because now if I was to think about it, uh let's just say three fifty times point five is one seventy five so plus three fifty. Now say if I was still with my employer, so now I have that and it's five twenty five in total times four. It's two thousand and one hundred very that's a big difference. I think the first number I said was a thousand seven hundred but that's that's a really big difference and let's just say you worked there for ten years, so you have twenty one thousand dollars saved up for your retirement, and that's i mean that that might not sound like a lot, but these numbers really do add up once they're in like um a roth i r a or you could just put it in a high yield savings account. And honestly, I would say I'm not really sure yet. I won't. I won't talk and make it seem like I just have it really figured out. Cause like I said, just this morning was when I called Nationwide. I was like, "Hey, I have money in my account. Can I withdraw it, or do you have another retirement plan I can use?" And so, but um, yeah. No, like that's that's just a lot of money to just. It's a lot of money to save up. And also, I would say, with, like, having a, um, that savings account, with having that savings account, you can also, like, I would say, have a, have a emergency fund as well. So that you'll never think to withdraw. Because I know with the Roth IRA, and I think with the 401k, see, I know a little bit about the 401k a little bit more. I've heard that one a lot more than the Roth IRA. But um, with the Roth IRA, if you withdraw it before fifty nine and a half, then it's gonna be a ten percent penalty, withdrawal penalty, and that's just money that you could have had and saved or whatever. Unless I think with nationwide anyway, I don't know if that's what everybody else. But if you do decide to use your Roth IRA for like say you're a first first time home buyer, then I think it's free. I think they don't penal penalize you for it or if you're um, paying off a high medical bill they don't penalize you for that but I would say it would be good to go ahead and get a emergency fund and also just um, a regular savings in a high yield savings so yeah that's that's just what I would say or with because that's a lot of money. Because I know a lot of people are like, Gosh, that's like that's a lot of money to save. Or I remember at one point in time, I was telling myself, I don't even make enough money to save money. But look at that, I saved money, I saved $350 worth of money in three months, and that was just by 30, it was like $34 coming out here and there. Um, so really like you really have to think about it and push yourself and tell yourself like yeah, you can. You can save money. Um cuz I know me and my brother we were talking about it and I told him I was like it's hard to save money because I don't make enough money to to save money. And at that time I was only making $40,000 a year. That was my annual salary. Um that was set for me so that rounds to about like uh 18 about $18 and some change. Um I forgot how much it was. Um but it was like $18 and some change uh per hour cuz I wasn't on salary, but when you sign for those kind of jobs they tell you this is how much you're going to get paid annually and they just break it down within the months or the paychecks and they do it they do it by hour hourly pay. But um anyways, so at that time i was making about that much and each of my paychecks were at least eleven hundred dollars eleven hundred dollars and and i would say like that was a lot of money and when i look back on that money i'm like gosh you could have saved so much money and i'm gonna i'm gonna really put like because i i really do like to be transparent to the listeners of this podcast so that you can kind of see like the bigger picture of it all and so that you can either learn from my mistakes or learn from um you know the things that I've done correctly so but um and I'm, I'm I was 18 when I first got the job I was 18 and I got this job it was $40,000 and I remember when I first started working there some people around my age were like how did you get that job and mind you, I don't even have a bachelor's degree. I don't have any higher degree than a high school degree. I mean, high school diploma. And so, and just like uh, a few college credits. I have 40, 46 college credits, I believe. 46 college credits. No degree yet. no, Not even an associate's degree. Minimal certificates. Like, I have like certificates that, that didn't really apply to the job, but they were there. um. But... Uh, And I have a lot of experience with other jobs. That's just because I've been working since I've been nine years old. But it was just like little jobs, like thrift store jobs, whatever. And if you're young, you can find a job, put yourself out there, network at a young age, and be like, hey, oh, like if you meet somebody that has like, like they're self employed and they might like need a little helper, you can help them. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's, like, labor laws, but um, just do it safely, I would say. I'm not telling you to break the law, but do it safely. Um, but anyways, yeah. I remember some peers of mine, they would ask, um, how do you keep getting, like, these jobs? Like, I was working for Morgan & Morgan at 18, no no degree, um, and no, no experience in the field. They... Or they'll ask me when I was 16 and I was working for the car dealership in the accounting office, they would ask me the same thing How do you get these jobs? And really, it's about your resume, it's about your experience, and it's also about your education and also your GPA. I know a lot of the employers that hired me at a young age, they were asking me, What was my GPA coming out of high school? Or what was my GPA while I was in high school um, getting jobs? So. And I like I really do feel like my resume and everything I just said um, had a lot to do with how and why I was getting these certain jobs. And I feel like anybody could get them, even if you don't have years of experience or whatever. Make your resume sound good. Be like, because um, I know the things that I put on my resume, I'll even go to my resume, open it up and, you know. I'm just giving out some free pointers or you know just something that I feel helped me and it could possibly help you too, and I also just ran into one of my paychecks, so the amount of money that was coming out for my let me see yeah the amount of money that was coming out about each each paycheck was forty five dollars. So $45 was coming out. And and also, if I stayed with them, like I said, they were matching the money. And I'm looking at it now. And I think, yeah, I had $143 for... Um, yeah, I had $153 from my employer. And also by myself, I had... I can't tell. But sorry I, it's hard to read this it's very small but anyways just what i'm saying is you you can earn money from your job you can earn extra money you can earn free money but um yeah sorry i got sidetracked but so for the resume the, the things that are on my resume that i put um i have It says one and a half year car dealership and basic accounting experience, five plus years in general sales and retail experience, three plus years in assistant experience and basic legal assistant experience. And I didn't put the years because I didn't work amount of years. And that was just a summary of my qualifications. And so now say if you have and you could put anything like if you have not had a job yet and you've just done Certain things like say you are in school groups and you're the um, principal or not not the principal the president of the student council you can put that I remember before I had a job like a job that I thought was relevant because I didn't put the thrift store and things like that on until one of my teachers I asked them how to do a resume and they asked me like have you ever worked like any little thing and they helped me or whatever, but it doesn't matter even if you don't have a job you could put little things like. Oh, I was the president of student council. Um, I'm in Beta Club. I've done FBLA. I've done FBLA competition. I've won this competition, that competition. You could put your awards. You could put I got the math award. I got um a honor roll. You could put all those things. They do matter when it comes to getting these kind of jobs. But um, the next thing that was on my resume was my education, and I put the college I was going to, what major I was going for, and the GPA that I had at that time and at that time my gpa was a 3.5 which is it's okay i mean it's not it's okay but and so for the professional experience this is when they're asking like what jobs you might have had professionally like payroll i put the law firm i worked at for a while i put the furniture store i worked at for a while and i put the car dealership and i always refer to the car dealership when you have a job like say you worked somewhere for two years, refer to that one a little bit more because that's going to be the one that really helps you get in because most likely you've learned a lot more skills in that two years or whatever that you might have worked than some of these jobs that you might have worked at for like a month. I wouldn't recommend putting too many jobs on your resume because they're going to just be like, hey, like, why why would you go to so many different jobs definitely if you are older because i remember or i mean if you give them like a valid reason because i remember i had sent someone my uh indeed resume and it just had like all the jobs that i had put on there because indeed just ask you and i just put it on there whatever but i sent them the indeed one and that one had a lot of jobs on it he asked me why i had so many jobs and i told him well a lot of them were when, were when I was in high school and I moved to Statesboro. I was going to college there. And I was just kind of in between places at the time. So I was working here and there. And sometimes I was working two jobs. So that was, I guess, like my out of that. But um, what else can I say? But uh, yeah, like. Really do look into what your job has to offer. Look into getting a job that you really like or look into a job where you like their salary. There's nothing wrong with getting a job just for a salary. Definitely. I would say definitely when you're young. Not saying get a job that you don't like, but if it's it's okay if you're just doing it for now. It's okay if you're just working this job while you're in college. It's good experience is what is going to help you in the workforce. Experience is what is going to help you get your next job. It is always easier to get a job when you already have a job cuz a lot of these people that go to college and I'll say like college is good and I'm not saying it's bad but it's just certain things that people they go to college and they've never worked anywhere. And so when they come out of college And they go somewhere and they work there. And they're probably making, probably in Georgia, I would say, probably about $45,000 a year out of college. And honestly, I would say that is a little, me, me myself, once I finish my bachelor's degree, I do not want to come out of college and make that little of money. Because that's little to nothing after all bills that you might have to pay. And if you have student loans, you have to pay those off too. That's little to nothing. So, and definitely if you're single, um, so I would say don't settle for that. And also, 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 and this is for everybody, but especially my females or my uh woman of color, when you get a job offer, do not take the first number they throw you. I'm not saying turn down a job, I mean, if it's just extremely low and you just feel, oh, I have better opportunities elsewhere. Sure, turn down that job. And it's also good to have multiple options. But when they when you get your interview and they're talking about giving you the job or whatever, and they're getting ready to give you your job offer, do not settle for the first number that they're throwing at you. So that's that's my uh, advice. Like if they say, okay, definitely if you have like any certificates or any bachelor's degrees, that's just, you know, like, You've been doing what you needed to do. Don't accept the first offer that they throw you. It's just don't do it. Because you could ask for a higher amount. And if they be like, oh, we're not going higher than this amount, then say, well, I'll accept the highest amount that you'll offer. That's just what you should do. Because if you don't, and like I said, this is for my woman, definitely. If you don't, a male will come in there and they will. And that's just the truth. I've heard that so many times from other women that have told me that and most most of this advice that I'm giving you I've heard it from somewhere from somewhere else or I've learned it from just experience of asking for more cuz I'm never don't ever be afraid to ask for more cuz you are worth as your your work or your labor is worth as much as you as you say it is and right now people are in need of employees and they're going to pay Like it's, they're going to pay, they're going to pay you what you, what you want. Ask for it, demand it. Um, What else would I say? Um, But no, as for retirement, I'll go back to that. As for your retirement and things, I feel that you, you need to have different, different, um, different savings here and there, just to make sure that, In any situation, you'll stay afloat. Like when you retire, you'll have some money or if something comes up, you'll have money and make sure. And I would say for your emergency fund, do not like for your emergency fund, your emergency fund is for emergencies. Like if something happens, because I know when I first started making an emergency fund, which most times it was an emergency, like really and just used probably used all of my money in my checking checkings, and might have needed gas, which is terrible of me, but like I said, i I try to be transparent um about you know certain things like that, but when you are saving your money for something like um your emergency fund, you need to make sure you tell yourself what you're not going to go in there for. Emergency is not, oh, I found these new shoes and I really want them or um the girls are going out and I want some extra money to spend or like it's not for those things. It's for emergencies, like things that you would call somebody and be like, hey, can I please get this money? So, instead of trying to do that or going out and getting a personal loan, it would be good to just be able to take a loan from yourself and pay yourself back. Always pay yourself first and always make sure that you have money put back. And I will say, these are just things, it's just advice, like I said, it's advice that I'm taking from others and advice I'm learning along the way. So... And I would say I'm still in my learning curve. I'm still in my trying to make all of these things habits and not just things that I say. Because it just would it wouldn't make me feel right. But me telling other people to do it, it kind of helps and pushes me to do what I need to do. Um, it just does because I don't ever want want like a listener or just anybody that might have heard me say these things. be Like, do you do that? And I tell them no. Cause I, I'm going to tell you the truth, you know, but, um, and also I'll be transparent once again, when I was working for Glenn County, we were staying in a very expensive place. And at the time we were like, we really need it or want it. Uh, and plus like right now, you're not going to get a house that's really that cheap, but the place we were staying in was two grand a month, two grand a month. That is a lot of money. And we sat there for about five months. And I remember looking and thinking about it. I was like, that was $10,000 that we put out for a house. That's not even... I was paying rent. That's $10,000 just in those five months. And I was like, gosh, that could have been $10,000 that we could have put put away. That could have been racking up, you know. But it didn't discourage me or anything. But it just showed me that we're able... To come up with $2,000 if we really push for it. Or we're able to save $2,000 if we really push for it. Like how we push to pay that rent every month. And so while getting ready to go on, uh, going to the military and getting a certain amount of money. I'm going to make sure I live below my means. Because I don't want to live at my means. I want to live below my means. But not like live raggedy. I'm not telling people to live raggedy, but um, and I also ran across this other concept of budgeting. It's um 50, 30, 20, I believe. And the 50 is like everything that you would need. So take 50 percent of your income and cover your bills, cover like your necessities like gas, food, bills, whatever, those kind of things. And the 30% of your income is for entertainment purposes, like going out to eat or um, like you might want to go go have a night out or whatever, stuff like that. Or you might want to buy a shirt or something like, you know, just little things like that. And then the 20% that's left, that is for your savings. I ran across that and I really love the idea of that and lately I've just been trying to get like learn financial what is it financial literacy I've been trying to gain financial literacy and educate myself a little bit more because I'm about to run into a lot more money and once you once you know you're going to run into a lot more money it's you have to really tell yourself like hey it's time to like Crack down on what you're doing. It is time to educate yourself. Because the biggest mistake, and I've seen this a lot. The biggest mistake that a lot of people that go into the military make is that they this is probably the most money that they ever had. And so they use it irresponsibly. They don't save anything. They go out and get these new cars and things like that. And so that's just one mistake that I want to avoid. That is just one of my goals that I'll I'll say, I'll put it out there and I protect that with prayer. I want that goal to manifest in the future for me. That is what I want. That's what I'm going to do. I want to be smarter about my money. I want me and my husband to be smarter about our money because it's not just my money, but I want both of us to have a certain financial literacy and be able to say, I know what to do with this amount of money. Or be able to say, oh, you don't have to call anybody for help. We have it. That is just something that I always want to have. I want to be financially secure. You know, that's just something that I want to do. And I'm pretty sure other people want that. It it, it doesn't matter what age you are. Everybody wants to be secure financially. And so... um. Yeah, because, and also, when it comes to cars, when it comes to cars and stuff, like, if you already have a car, just take care of that car. It wouldn't make any sense to go out and get a new car, because at one point in time, I was like, oh, I am I want a new car, bus, 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 whatever. but I'm just like, why don't I just fix the things that I don't like about my car? If I want a new color, get a new color. Like, cool, do that. Um, or if I want different seats or just get some new seat covers, or if I would like for the car to just anything, just fix it. Don't, don't just try to fix it with, oh, I'll just get a new one. Cars are very expensive. Keep it, take care of it, keep maintenance on it. And that's what I'll start to do as well because I'm i I'm just saying, really, I'm just putting out my goals that I would like to manifest for myself, and also goals that I feel like others might need to or want to manifest, and hoping that we'll go through this journey together, and hopefully you guys will watch me grow, and you will grow right along with me, with listening to my podcast, and hopefully I'm giving, you know, good advice, or just anything. I like to really, like, I've said it a, a good bit of times on my podcast. That I really want my podcast to get to other listeners and that they hear it and it helps them in some in some kind of way. Or if it doesn't help them, if someone comes to them and asks ask them one of these questions, they can say like, Hey, I heard on this podcast that she did this and this was the outcome. And a few months from now, I want to be able to come back onto the podcast and be like, This was the outcome of this. This was the outcome of that. And it actually be good news and other people will become inspired by that. I want to be an inspiration to others because I'm inspired by so many. Um and that's just that's just my that's one of my goals for this podcast. Um so and that's gonna be I'm gonna wrap it up at that and thank you guys for coming and listening to this podcast. And I really appreciate all my listeners. Um, and and if you have not listened to any of the previous episodes, please go back and take listens. I would say that they're interesting. I would say that sometimes they're funny or they're very educational or not educational, informative. They're very informative. Um, please go back and take a listen and Thank you, guys. Be blessed. Be safe. Make smart choices. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the podcast that if it sucks hosted by Faith King. And you guys have a blessed and wonderful day and always aspire to be your best, most truest, positive self. Be great.